0: How many of you know that God is mighty to save? Let's give Him some praise. Thank you, Father. We, uh, You are mighty to save. Um, I want to take a minute. Jason and Jessica and the family are on vacation. I want to pray for them. Shelley has um, is was in uh, Fort Worth the last three days at a women's conference. Her and Crystal and they met with Pastor um, uh, Pastor Charlotte and uh, her sister and mother. So there was five of them down there. I just want to pray for especially Jason and Jessica. That they just have a wonderful time graduation is taken today. Some of you are probably saying well What about the graduates next week where well, we're going to honor the graduates? We've talked to them individually and said hey you guys are going to be ready next week because I know this morning If you have children who've been through this, you know today the last two weeks have been a very very busy time For the graduates, but let's just take a minute. And let's just pray Father, I thank you for the word of God. I thank you for the worship that's come forth that it's cultivated things, that it's ready, that this atmosphere is ready for your word. And today, as we uh, we pray for Jason and Jessica and the and the kids, that they just have a wonderful time on their vacation time. Let it be rich. Let it be full. I thank you for the graduates, those that have, um, have worked hard to be able to complete their studies. God, that you continue to give them the next step, God, as they walk forth. Let them be ever- pleasing to you the word says whatever we do in word and deed, we do it unto the lord jesus christ so bless the families that are all involved in the graduation in jesus name and everybody said amen so the message i got today is it's time to stake your claim say that it's time to stake your claim in fact tell somebody next to you it's time to stake your claim it's time to stake your claim so i want to i want to share with you a couple things we're um I'm gonna, I'm gonna really dig into something Hebraic-wise and the Jewish roots, and we're gonna look at something today. Um, there's a, there's a Jewish calendar year that we operate by. There is the Gregorian calendar year that we operate by. So some of the things that when the new Jewish year began, it was back in September, October, and some of you might say, well, why, why now, Pastor? Why are we talking about this now when it's almost half of the Jewish year? But I'm going to answer that question for you, because there is a time and season for everything. And I'm going to lay down some groundwork for you today. And I want to encourage you today that by the end of the message today, we're going to give you the opportunity to stake your claim. Does anybody want to stake their claim in the Lord today? Amen. I'm like, yes, I want to do that. So it's it's time. Say it's time. The Hebraic alphabet is uh, numeric, meaning. It also has word pictures for the letters themselves. The letters associated with the Hebraic year are 2016 is 5776. This is the symbol of the A and Vav that is 5776. There is symbols for the letters in the Jewish, um, in the Hebraic letters. So those symbols are, this is what you're going to look at. I want you to take a look at the ion, which is means the numerical value of the seven. That is on the right hand side, and it's almost like um, it's almost like this curve right here. It's like almost like a a knife. I know we had a we had a knife that was made like that back in, in OAPN, and it's been it being passed around. I'm going to share with you a little bit. The other side, the left side, actually is a spike. Do you see that it's a spike it's it's like a nail that is the number 6 so the the word picture is a 76 the i n literally means the eye say I. so it helps us be able to see and the spike itself the the, the hook or, or spike is called a valve say valve valve so it's we have we've been vaving. this is a, a symbol of what a, a a spike would look like i'm going to share with you a little bit about the history of that. So whether it's a spike, nail, or a hook, you can see that biblically what's in there. And as I looked at the scriptures regarding the peg or the nail or the hook, I believe that there's some insight that we can begin to glean uh, for what to look for the rest of this year in 2016 or 5776. Practically speaking, a peg. There's a there's another picture of a peg or a hook. It was to secure or connect things. So let me give you a couple definitions of what the valve is. Say this is a valve. This is a valve. There's different sizes of the valve. It's a, it's a spike. This is also a valve. I'm going to give you guys some nails that are smaller that we'll be able to use as a valve. And it's to secure or protect some things. The, the valve, when you look at a spike, when you look at a nail, when you look at the hook, but I'm a, the peg, it's It's for piercing. It's for fastening. How many of you know it can secure something? Anybody ever had a tent and not spiked it down or pegged it down? Yeah, that thing collapsed on you, didn't it? Yeah. (laughs) So it can help protect and it can help secure. It also means to stand firm. It also means to have great strength. Have great strength. Say that with me. Have great strength. So when we look at the valve, we know that this spike, it has great strength. This is a railroad spike, actually. And how many of you know those railroad cars and those railroad engines, they're pretty heavy. So these have great strength in order to be able to keep that rail in place. So it has great strength. Uh, The first valve, the first stakes, they were first made out of bronze. When they were first, they were handcrafted, they were made out of bronze, and then they were made out of iron. Of course, as you... As you move on, we can begin to see that um, they can be one to nine inches in length. This is about a 10-inch one right here. This one here, I went back into my garage and I found it. It was up there. It was cool how God will place things there. And it's probably been sitting there for a couple of years. And then it was like, okay, here's, here's a stake. This one's a, about 10 inches long. This one here must be probably about six or seven inches long. So they were first made out of bronze, then they're iron. They're usually one to nine inches in length, 10 inches. they were hand forged. How many of you know now this was machine forged It wasn't hand forged. In fact, these right here can also be machine made, but back then they were hand forged. Now later on the, the they were begin to be made out of copper and then later on they were ever made out of wood. Anybody ever seen a wood peg? You know, we've got back in the Moravian Village, back in North Carolina, There's a you go through the Moravian Village there, and there is everything that is built, Wayne. They all have wooden pegs. They don't have any nails to hold anything together. It's all wooden pegs. So I'm going to speak with you prophetically this year, what's looking at the remaining of this year, and see if it begins to really speak to you. This year is a year of being connected and made secure. I believe God is growing up the body of Christ. I believe that we're not going to flow here and there and everywhere. We're going to every wind of doctrine. We're going to begin to get secure and begin to get stable. So it means to be connected. It also means to align things up. How many of you know, believe this is a year of aligning. We've got the prophetic words on our website that you can go in. There's a lining up. Heaven needs to align up with earth. Earth needs to line up with heaven. How many of you are feeling some really discontentment in the spiritual realm? Because there's some things that God is wanting to begin to bring in alignment. And this year is a year to see positions, partnerships, purposes become secure so that the strategies are released for the kingdom of God. Say, stake it down. (laughs) It's going to stake it down our purposes our plans those things that are shifting in in others that are saying wait a minute All of a sudden people are going to begin to start following God that haven't followed God and God's going to begin to move in your life Where he's staking some things and he's bringing them to be firm and secure So this is the year for that so this year when these things come into line, we, uh, we at o- OAPN, HAPN, Oklahoma Apostolic Prayer Network, Heartland Apostolic Prayer Network, there was a prophetic word about doing some volving, about staking some things. So what has happened so far is we've just finished staking our five counties in this area. Um, actually, there's going to be one that Woods County is going to be staked this afternoon. There is um, some of you. I'm going I'm to step out and, and talk a little bit about quantum physics. Matter has memory. Matter has memory. Have you ever heard? I remember years ago when I was, I think it was in the fourth or fifth grade, and they talked about Abraham Lincoln and that there was a speech that Abraham Lincoln had done, and somebody was messing with their dial and was able to hear the speech that he had spoken some hundred years earlier. Hello? Because those things, the atmosphere has those things that are out there. How many of you know when you speak and you declare a thing, it can change the atmosphere? Oh, come on, somebody. So we're, what we're doing is we're connecting all the different things together with the valve. So this can record a sound when you when you play something. I, I know a guy that would say he'd bless his car every time he got in. He would bless his car. He said, "I bless you, car. Bless my radio. Bless the dash." And you know, we we would laugh and go, "Yeah, yeah." But that car lasted a long time. Oh, come on, somebody. You know, you ever you ever got mad and then cursed something, and then the washing machine broke down. You know what I mean? It was like, "Oh, stinking washing machine!" And then next week, it's gone. You know what I mean? It's like, well, maybe your words have power. Oh, do your words have power? Yeah, your words have got power. So, in the same way, these things are connected. So, there was a prophetic word that came forth that was talking about beginning to evolve. This is a year of the evolve. That was a year of the stake, beginning to stake those things down. I'm going to go through some wor- some um, some scripture right here. For you, for you to be able to get a greater understanding about it. So what we've do, we're doing is we are staking down and then connecting those points. There can be points that are connected spiritually, good or bad. Hello? They call them ley lines is what they're called. But as you connect some things spiritually, so we're staking the 77 counties again. They've been staked before. But we are declaring that whatever was declared for the kingdom of God, is to be reminded in the in the spiritual realm, and this thing can vibrate that. There's sounds that can be vibrated from this. There's words that can be vibrated from this that, that, will be, that will be released in the spiritual realm. So quantum physics basically says that that's how things begin to operate, that matter has memory, and we're reminding the atmosphere and the matter that they are staked for the kingdom of God. That the Scripture says the, the earth is the Lord's in the fullness thereof. But in Psalms, I think it's one fifteen sixteen says the heavens are the heavens of the Lord, but the earth he's given to the sons of men. He's given us dominion. He's given us authority. We have, like Pastor, Apostle Garland has talked about the dominion mandate. We have that dominion mandate, so we need to take that authority and do something with it. How many of you know Mother's Day was last week? It was an awesome time. We talked about mothers, and we talked about Deborah in the book of Judges. I want to go back that go back there and I want to look at Judges chapter 4. Like if you'll uh, put this up and you guys you guys can get your electronic device, whatever it is, and we can and look in it. And it was Judges chapter 4. Remember, there was Deborah and she was going to go out to war with Barack and Barack says, I'm not going unless you go with me. And then Barack wasn't allowed to get any of the credit because the credit was to be given to a woman. Victory was given to a woman. Well, we talked about that in Judges, and I want to start with verses 21 and 22. Because her victory, listen, how was the victory secured? It was secured with a tent peg. It was secured with a peg, with a stake, with a valve. It was secured with a valve. Look at verse 21. Then Jael, the wife of Heber, took a tent peg and a hammer in her hand. I got a tent peg and I got a hammer. And went in quietly to him. Now, this was the king that was the only one that was left alive. She invited him in her place, relax, rest. He says, stand outside, tell him if anybody comes by that there's no one here. He goes on and he says, she had a hammer in her hand and she went to him quietly. And he was fast asleep and tired. And she drove the tent peg into his temple and the, you know and, and last monday or last sunday it was like oh that is just really gross but it also went all the way through his temple into the ground into the ground that's just what the scripture says it went down into the ground and that's my part i like so he died really now as barak has been chasing sisera Jahil came out to meet him and she said come i will show you the man whom you're seeking when he came in There was Sisera fallen dead with the tent peg in his temple. I'm not saying don't be volving somebody's tent peg, I mean, with their their temple. Amen? Don't don't do that. But we can begin to volve the ground. We can begin to understand that there was a battle that was taking place on the field and the victory was secured not on the field, but the victory was actually secured in her house, in the house. So a lot of times when we would talk about things in the the Lord and it was just like, you know, it should start with the church. It should start with our home. Hello. Let's get it right. Then other things can get right. Are you with me? So the victory was where she softly, gently invited him in. Are you with me? Peacefully. There was a secret place. There was a place of his presence that was there. So when she invited him in and then actually drove the stake, involved him, and then the victory was won. I believe that we now need to understand it's a time and a season to war in a secret place. It's a time and a season to pray in a secret place. We can pray publicly. We can do all these other things. But I believe in the days that we've got ahead that this is a key for them. The days ahead that we we begin to start. When you're called to prayer, go to prayer. Find that secret place, and you can say, "Well, Pastor, I'm I'm busy all the time, and I'm working. I got this going on. I get doing us." It doesn't matter. You can be in the middle of 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 thirty thousand people at a thunder game, and God can call you to prayer, and you can enter into a secret place. How many of you know it's great? And the War Room's an awesome movie. It's great. I'd love to for you to guys to see it if you've not seen it. Get it, watch it, listen to it. Show it to your family members. But there has got to be a secret place that you can enter in personally. And in the midst of things going on around you, you can come to that secret place and you can begin to say, "Okay, God, I believe God's wanting to make our houses secure. I believe he's wanting to put things in order. I believe he's wanting to impact what was taking place or what is he wants to impact that which is around us and it will come through prayer. Say prayer yield, she drove that peg into the head of the enemy. yield, she functioned in her authority that she had in her house. And how many of you know she finished the fight and got the victory? She was attacking the head. And I began to think about where, you know, in, in Genesis where it talks about cutting off the head. Are you with me? She used the hammer, which is, in our day, is the word of God. Hello? she used the hammer which is God's word Jeremiah 23:29 you can look that up later and she used the peg which prophetically drove it through to the ground and this was a picture of complete victory using God's word and waging warfare hello there's some thoughts in the church today that there is no warfare Well, when Jesus died on the cross, if you go to Ephesians chapter 6, there's warfare. And that was after Christ had died, been buried, and rose again, seated at the right hand of the Father. So sometimes, you know, realize there is got to be a warfare that's there. But how many of you know, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness and wicked spirits in high places. It's not that person, but it's the lies that they have believed that are operating through them. It's not the person. And that's what we have to remember. It is not the person. And we've got to begin to attack those things in prayer. Can I get an amen? We've got to attack them in prayer. When I look at this picture in Judges, I see it being a picture of a complete victory by using God's word, by using God's word and piercing the darkness and warring and then the prophecies that God has spoken. You know, when Timothy, Paul was telling Timothy, he said, war over those prophecies spoken over you. Those good things that were those those words that were spoken over you, he says to war over that. The scripture states that God, uh, another another example, I'll give you two or three examples. Eliakim. The scripture says that God had, had fastened Eliakim as a nail, as a peg in a secure place, a sure and secure place, and it shall be glorious to the throne of his fathers. Isaiah 22, 23, here's the scripture. He says, I will fasten him, Eliakim, that's who he was talking about, as a nail in a firm place, and he shall become a glorious throne to his father's house. Eliakim, his name actually means God raises or God sets up. It actually means God establishes. He was wanting to establish him. He was a servant. And he was called and he was clothed and he's strengthened. I'm here to tell you today that you are servants and sons and daughters of the most high God. And you are called and you are clothed and you are equipped and you are trained. Come on, somebody. And you are the one that can be able to help bring the victory. God began to promote him and he wants to promote you. He wants to raise you up. Not that man raises you up, but that God raises you up. Can I get an Amen. So we did that for like. Look for God to remove things that you thought were secure. Look for God to remove those things that you thought were secure, things that were actually built on self-promotion and not true servanthood or true sonship. Look for God's kingdom connections. Kingdom connections. Look for those ministries, relationships in your life. If they're more important and they're more about themselves and they're more about having a mutual advancement for them, it needs to be about the kingdom of God. It needs to be about his dominion. It needs to be about his authority. Let's look for those things in this season ahead. It's time that things are being established. Say it's time. It's time. Things are being established. There is a stirring going on in the spiritual realm. You can feel it. You've tried to deny it, and it's still there, and you've prayed, and you've cast it out, and you've, you know, worshipped, and you've done all these things, and it's like it's still there because God is beginning to establish some things. God wants to establish some things. He wants to strengthen you. He wants to secure you in his position in the kingdom of heaven. Can I get an amen? Turn to your neighbor and say, God's strengthening you. Now, let me give you another example. Ezra. In the book of Ezra, we can see another reference to the tent peg. Ezra 9, 8, 9. It says this. Yet now for a little while there have been a favorable response from the Lord our God. Leaving us a remnant to escape. Giving us a what? Giving us a what? Check this out. From his holy place. Having our eyes, remember, I involve I was the sea being able to see being able to see Volve is establishing that which is secure. From his holy place, having eyes enlightened by our God and giving us little reviving in our bondage for though you were slaves, our God has not forsaken us in our bondage but has extended mercy to us in the sight of the kings of Persia granting us a reviving for the rebuilding of the house of our lord for the repairing of ruins and forgiving us the wall in judah and jerusalem it's not about rebuilding a temple in jerusalem it's about what the rebuilding is taking place on the inside of you that which is being established his word which is being established it's being made firm it's being made secure he said that's a scripture of hope hope is firm and secure in our soul it's those things that god is saying this this." This is the time it is time to stake your claim. It is time to understand your purpose. It's time to begin to start see things in the way of the kingdom and everything in the way of the kingdom. Can I get an amen? I believe that there's such a space that's given of grace that 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 it's time for our believers to recognize and then begin to position. The valve, the stake that's been given to you from the holy place. The holy place. It's the holy place. It's time to have our eyes opened. A lot of times I have to take my glasses off and clean them. And Shelly will look at me and she's like, don't you know your glasses are dirty? I just kind of see through them. No wonder I miss some things, right? You guys that have wear glasses, you know what I'm talking about. You take them off and you clear them and they're so clear. And you're thinking, oh, man, why didn't I clean them a while back? You know, God wants to begin to open up our eyes. He wants to begin to start cleaning some things. He wants to begin to enlighten his scriptures in our life. Even though we've got a nation that's slipping into bondage, even though we've got a nation that's making difficult choices, and that's what he was talking about in Ezra, that's what he was talking about, the nation of Israel, we've got a nation now that's slipping into some choices that we've made, and there's a struggle, and there's a battle, and how many of you know God wants to take a remnant? He will take a remnant, and he'll begin to make them firm, and he'll make them secure, and they won't bow their knee to the enemy, they'll bow their knee only to the Lord Jesus Christ, and only he him shall we serve. Amen. He's looking for a remnant. God is always wanting to take a remnant like the Gideon and and make them firm and make them secure. See, the valve, the valve, when you when you actually add it in in the beginning of any word, it creates when you take valve and you add it to the beginning of any word and it creates the word and. Heavens, and The earth are you seeing it? It ties them together. It connects them together So when you take that and you begin to put that then you understand that the writing sentence in the word and that is like a peg Or a hook that connects the words together So it, it reminds me of what he put in Genesis when he speaks of the heavens and the earth The heavens and the earth, not separate, but being put together, being pulled together. That's why the Vav is known in some traditions as the divine connector. It will connect us to things. Oh, by the way, and, and and then and, and it connects. You see how it connects? And it'll bring that connection into the heavens and the earth. Again, a tent peg was used throughout the tabernacle. There's different tent pegs you've got today. But it was used in the tabernacle, in the wilderness. They had to tent that. They had to stake that thing down every time. Remember the fire by night and the clouds by day? It was like, hey, this is, they had to tent that down. They had to stake it down to make it firm, to make it secure. I believe that the Lord is strengthening our stakes, strengthening our pegs, so we can begin to take territories for the kingdom of God. So we can begin to advance the kingdom of God in areas that have not been advanced. How many of you know it's hard to advance them out there when you haven't had them advanced in here? But that was then. This is now. The tabernacle in the wilderness and the tents is God moving. Picture. Move. 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 Move move. I'm not telling you to get up and move and leave your job and quit your wife and all this other stuff. I'm not telling you any of that. Are you with me? But I'm telling you, let God move in you. You are the tabernacle. You are the tent. You are the living stone. You are the, the structure that God wants to operate through and He'll gonna continue to bring you and give you that place where you're going to begin to move and you're moving in this area. Now you're moving in that area and you're going to look in and say God is moving. God is moving. I love that song too. It's like God is moving. We sing it too. It's, it's like okay, God is moving. God is moving. Yeah, I don't see him moving sometimes, but I'm here to tell you, underneath the water, you may not be able to see it, but there's something going on, and God is moving. Hallelujah. He is moving, hallelujah. He is moving in the middle of the schools. He is moving in the middle of, of biker Sundays. Come on. He is moving in the middle of, of parenting. He is a moving moving in the middle of classes. He's moving at certain young people and old people. It doesn't matter how old or golden they are. He God is beginning to move and he'll use you to move. Can I get an amen? Oh, come on, somebody. God always uses a remnant and he'll use us. Isaiah 54 2. Let me see if we can put that scripture up. And we love the scripture. We can talk about it all the time, but I don't want to just talk about it. I want to do it. He says, go on, and he says, enlarge the place of your tent. Let them stretch out the curtains of your habitation. Spare not. Lengthen your cords and do what to your stakes? Do what to your stakes? Strengthen them, strengthen them, strengthen them. It means hunker down. It's amazing how when all of a sudden we get a weather alert in Oklahoma and everybody's heading to the, to the, to the, what is it? Safe room. You're headed to those things. You're hunkering down. You're like, I'm going to get into this. He's saying, look, that you may not have a safe room, but I want you to strengthen the stakes and the cords of your tent, your dwelling place, where you are in the Lord and begin to start strengthening your position in Him. Let me say that again. He wants you to strengthen your position in Him. Woo! I like it. Come on. I wanna, you know what? You gotta be firm and secure, firm and secure. You're not moving off. I'm not moving off. It doesn't matter what's going on in my life, Terry. It doesn't matter what issues I'm up against. I'm standing on the solid rock, and on the solid rock is who I'm gonna stand on. Can I get an amen? Forget your position in Him, and don't begin to give it up, and don't back up, but continue to move forward. So he goes on and he talks about it in Isaiah 54. He says to strengthen your stakes. Strengthen your stakes. You see, this is about the divine connector in us. And his name is Jesus. His name is? His name is Jesus. There's a prophetic tent peg has secured our position in him. Oh, come on. there. What was he used to nail to the cross with? It was to it was a it's a it's a prophetic picture that they nailed him to the cross using a valve to secure to secure the things at the cross. When he said it's over, it's finished, it's done, it was done. Can I get an Amen? We have to understand our position in Him and in the kingdom. Sometimes somebody said I, I did something wrong the other day, shorty, and they say, Well, you know, what about you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna lose you're going to lose your salvation and i'm like no i'm securing him i'm not doing it because i want to do it come on somebody i'm not doing wrong because i want to do wrong sometimes you get caught up in some things and it's like oh man i had this bad thought or i did and there is no condemnation for those who were in christ jesus the spirit of life, the law of life has set us free from what? The spirit of sin and death. It's the new covenant setting us free from the old covenant and its restrictions and it's those things. But as we step into the new covenant, we have to understand that grace is a higher accountability than just the law. And a lot of us say, well, you know, we're just in the grace of God. No, it's a higher accountability because under the Old Testament, under the old law, it said if they strike you on one side, you take them out and beat the snot out of them on the other side. But in the grace, all of a sudden it transcends He says when he hits you on one side, he said give him the other when he drags you a mile He said go with him too All of a sudden that's harder to do than for wayne and I to go out and duke it out It is So all of a sudden we're beginning to start seeing some things that he wants firm and secure within us What about your relationship with the lord? My righteousness is not based on what I do or don't do it's solely on what was nailed to the cross And that was the sin of mankind once and for all. The one sacrifice. Can I give the Lord some praise for that one sacrifice that he's made for us? So it's got to be about Jesus. I don't want you to look at me. I don't want you to look at Virginia or Shorty or Terry. I want you to look at Jesus. We want to point you to Jesus. Let's look at what Zachariah says in in verse 10, verses 4 and 5. I want to put this up. From him comes the cornerstone. And from him, how many of you know him as Jesus? Now, we're talking about an Old Testament scripture that is pointing us to Jesus. Everything in the Old Testament is going to point us to if you start looking that way. You'll see it, and once you see it, you can't unsee it. So he's telling Zechariah, it says, from him, Jesus, comes a cornerstone. And from him, Jesus, the tent peg. From him, Jesus, comes the bow for battle. And from him, Jesus, every ruler goes out. All these together. And they, us, are you with me? Will be as mighty men. (laughs) I love it. I like to be a mighty man. It's like they, us, will be mighty men who trample down the muddy streets in battle. They will fight because the Lord is with them and and he will put to shame those riding horses and those that come against them. How many of you know God will put those things to shame that try to come against you because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. How many of you know the spirit of the living God living on the inside of you can overcome. You can drive a pentagon tent peg through that guy and just say that's where you're going to be in jesus name can i get an amen okay so let me give you some new testament scripture real quick because i know a lot of you are like well that was just all old testament pastor what about the new testament colossians chapter 2 look at verses 14 and 15 he blotted out the handwriting of the ordinance and was against us and contrary to us and he took it out of the way he being jesus Father, God, nailed it to the cross. Are you with me? He says he took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. And having disarmed authorities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing them by the cross. Let's give the Lord some praise for the cross. Amen? And I'm like, hey, 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 hey. He's taking care of these things. You know what he did? Evolved them. Evolved them. He used that tent peg. He was nailing it to the cross, and I begin to start thinking about that when when he nailed when the the enemy nailed Jesus used the used the Roman soldiers to nail him to the cross. It was saying that guess what, I've covered sin once and for all. He made the last sacrifice. Adam made the first, and then the second Adam. Jesus came through and was that sacrifice for that sin. Nailed it to the cross once and. For all, wow! Let's give the Lord some praise for that. See, here's what I want you to know. I want you to understand that God is beginning to secure your position in Him. It's secure, but you got to know what's secure. So, I I want—I got a couple things that I want to do. There are partnerships that and purposes that maybe you've not been able to step into that God wants you to be able to step into. There are strategies, listen, there are strategies for victory that God wants to begin to release into your life, that these victories will advance the kingdom of God. How many of you know God does things and he does things by intent? He just doesn't throw it up on the wall and see if it sticks. There is intent and purpose behind what he does. God wants to bring your situation in alignment with heaven and begin to render a verdict in heaven that, that will overthrow the enemy's plots, plans, and schemes and purposes. How many of you know God is greater? So here's what I want you to do. Richard, I want, I want you guys to stake, volve your property. I want you to volve your property. He's going to hand out a, a envelope, if you will. Just hold your hand up. Maybe one per family. Now, if there, we've got enough. If you want more, there's a nail in there. And there's a decree in there that I'm asking you to align with us and say, wait a minute, I'm going to stake that out. You'll see in that decree that we have been staking our countries, excuse me, counties. We've been staking this state. And there's a group that's actually every leader from HAPN, they are staking their states. So we get this staked, we get this thing evolved for the kingdom of heaven. We're going to begin to see some things begin to shift and change. But just like just like as Jael did, it has to start at home. It has to start at home. So you say, Pastor, we knew about this Jewish, you know, 1770 or 1576, excuse me, 5776. We knew about that earlier. But why now? And I'm glad you asked that. Because there was a strategic time. I was waiting for the counties to be volved and that come this way. This has been passed around and we will pass this or down to the counties that are uh, uh, south of us. And they're going to be, begin to volve those places. They're going to begin to drive a nail. They're going to begin to drive that stake. They're going to begin to declare the things of God. That hadn't happened until now. It was the last couple of weeks that Pastor Sean and a group, and Kelly and and Debbie and them, they did Beaver County and and uh, and Harper County, and now we've gotten Woodward County done and Dewey County done, and Woods County is going to be done this afternoon. I'm passing the valve off for Roger Mills and that whole southern part on the western side of the state, and then it's going to be going to go up into Ponca City, and it's going to be it's going to spread in every place. We got believers volving, driving a stake, and declaring freedom. From the political spirit A religious spirit And a spirit of mammon How many of you know We need to be delivered of that stuff And we're not going to operate by that stuff Can I get an amen So sometimes it's going to take some war Say war Let me give you an example It's kind of like squatters Anybody know what squatters are Yeah A squatter You can go to the courthouse And and you can get the sheriff And the sheriff will come out and say You got to leave How many of you know Some squatters will just get up and leave how many of you know? Some of them are like, "I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. We're going to begin to stake our properties, and that squatter's got to go." Come on, somebody! If the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and if the heavens are the heavens of the Lord's, and the and, and the and the earth is given to the sons of men, then we're going to exercise our dominion authority, and we're going to evict that squatter from being out of there. Come on. And, and all those unrighteous things, our goal is to begin to line up the righteous things from place to place, from, from city to city, to town to town, to state to state, to, to county to county. Begin to line those things up, and we're going to begin to see something happen. Are you ready? Is it time? Say, it's time. It's time to stake. And a lot of you are like, well, you know, I don't know. I've never done a prophetic act before. Well, good. It's the first time. Well, what happens if I don't speak right or do Right. God will take care of that. You don't have to worry about that. I'm telling you. He's looking at your heart and you're saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go stake. We also have, I also have uh, some more nails. If you have businesses or other properties that you might say, you know what? I need 10 stakes. I want 10 nails. Let me show you another way you can do it. You just take your nail that you've got and it's and it can be transferred. You can You can rub your other nail with it and say, God, you just transfer everything that's been spoken into this, into those nails. That's what I've done. That's what we've done with you guys and we've given you those nails even from kansas. You guys can do this up there You can just say hey i'm declaring my property for the kingdom of god I'm declaring my property for the kingdom of god and it's going to be about this kingdom say it's time Why don't you stand to your feet? I want to make sure in that envelope you've got there's some declarations Listen you be led by the spirit of the living god if I can have steve come on up you be led by the holy spirit that, I think it's Job, it says, declare and decree a thing and it will be established. It will be established for you. As the Holy Spirit's leading you, you know, there's some declarations we've written out for you, Pastor Sean's help. I've kind of tweaked them and made them individual for your home place. But I want us to begin to look at that and say, wait a minute. I'm going to tell you, as you begin to start doing this, there's going to be some connection in the spiritual realm. There is going to be some things that are beginning to change. There's going to be some things that are going to be set different. Are you ready? See, some people aren't ready for the kingdom of heaven to line up with the kingdom of earth. Some people are like, wait a minute. I don't know if I want this to begin to happen. I don't know if I want these things. I'm telling you, what you want is what God wants. And I'm telling you, when God does it, you're going to be going to say, God, thank you very much for that. I will receive it. I believe it. And I will receive it. So what I'm saying to you, this is that prophetic voice that you have that you begin to get there and there's something that you need to decree, there's something you need to declare, there's a scripture that you feel like that the Lord's been giving you that you want to read and declare over that, go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do that. This isn't a one way to fix everything. God is the one and he's the only way to fix everything. Amen? And he can fix everything. If you've got your envelopes, I want you just to hold them out, will you? Um, I don't have an envelope, but I have my valve. Yeah, yes, I hear you. Thank you. Just wanted to say this after me, Father God. I stake my claim for what's rightfully mine. I stake my claim for what Jesus died for. I believe and I receive that inheritance, Father God. I thank you that as I stake my claim, you protect my family you protect all those things that are important to me, because those things are important to you. And I believe it, and I receive it in Jesus' name. Come on, let's give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah today. A little bit different service this morning. We bless you. Listen, go, 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 go. Go evolve your properties. Go volve your places. If you need more nails, I've got some. If you want to come up and say, look, I need five or six more. I need two more. Just come on up and get it. Let me just pray for you. Father, we thank you. We thank you, God, for plans and purposes and strategies. We thank you, God, as we've heard about the tent peg being secure. That, God, that you are securing our relationship with you. You're securing us even when the winds blow, we won't we won't, wow, get blown away. When the things take place, God, that we will stand firm on the solid rock of Jesus. In Jesus' name, I pray. And as usual, we always have prayer teams for you. If you if you want prayer today, if you need prayer today, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, let us introduce you to him. The, great, the best decision you'll ever make in your life. Prayer teams can come if you will be in agreement with you. God bless you. Have a wonderful afternoon. Continue to pray for the graduates today. And we bless you in Jesus' name. God bless you.